U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 22 hours, 51 minutes, 15 seconds. Universal Time, 3 hours, 51 minutes. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Still, I know the world's on fire. The situation's dire. A lot of work and courage is gonna be required. But I'm just happy to be here. All right. It is March 9th, 2023. And this is the Doctor Whoever Project. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse. Hey, how are you today? We're uh, on our uh, our marathon until 6 a.m. until we have to go to our flight to D.C. <laughs> so it sounded like a good idea when I booked it because I wanted to actually get to D.C. Um, with like some time to kill. Uh-huh. I didn't want to leave Vegas at 1 or 2 o'clock and then I get to D.C. like at 1 or 2 in the morning. That's just a waste of a hotel. I didn't even know airlines flew at 5 a.m. I really didn't. I thought the earliest flight was 6 a.m. We're opening up the airport tomorrow. We are opening it up. (laughs) I've gotten everything ready. I'm halfway packed. we got to give the dogs a bath so they're fresh and clean for the babysitters. Mm -hmm. I got everything. You brought me some flowers today. That was so nice of you. You were running errands, going to the dry cleaners for me, washing stuff. I hate running errands, Mr. Jesse. It's the worst. So what about the what about the time you went to the dry cleaners the day oh, before God. to get my suit that I had altered? I was like, suit. and you didn't even come home with the suit. I dropped off the pants and the shirt, and I just walked out, and I was like, oh yeah, I was supposed to pick something up. That's like the time I went and got yeah, but gas. You're, oh yeah, it was after I called you. But yeah, because it wasn't my home, suit, and you were home already. Well, you would think the people the dry cleaner would bring it <laughs> over, and she never else. did. You know, she never brought it over. We, we, we started talking about the shirt and the pants that I was dropping off. Mm-hmm. We never Chit got back chatting. around to that to that suit. And since it wasn't my suit, I just didn't think about it, Jesse. I didn't. <laughs> my brain was somewhere else that day. Poof. Poof. It just went poof. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a lot to talk about today. So we're going to get into it here in just a second. And then we're going to fly off to D.C. Right, Mr. Jesse? Yes, sir. Right. Come back well, with all kinds of stories. Oh, yeah. We'll be right back. support animal and get ready for a dose of reality you're stuck on kbut the butt this is dr when you gotta go you gotta go but we will be right back 
Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT, the butt. Well, we are going to be flying here in a few hours at 5 a.m. And your flight is at 6 a.m. getting into D.C., you know, mm-hmm. in the afternoon and before dinner time will be nice and go out to the bars, hit the bars a little bit maybe on a Friday. I haven't been to D.C. since I lived in D.C. Mm-hmm. I moved from D.C. to Philadelphia, from Philadelphia to San Diego, from San Diego to Vegas. <laughs> Vegas is the best. And now I'm going to go back. It's going to be the first time going back to D.C. I'm kind of excited, but... All these airline things, Jesse, have been worrying me a little bit. And have you seen the new crazy on the airline? Um, this man right here, can I play this for you? Yeah, please do. From LAX to Boston, a man going on a terrifying rant and promising a bloodbath on board. And then I will kill every man on this plane. So where are they? Where's Homeland Security? Where are they diverting us? Because wherever it is, there's going to be a bloodbath everywhere. You can run away. You can all run away if you want. If you're men, you can run. I won't kill you. My fault. I'm Balthazar? So what does the person think that's like literally in front of him or behind him? I would not have let it happen. Holding something in his hand like a weapon. And a spoon. He charges the front of the plane and stabs a flight attendant in the neck. With the spoon, it's a spoon. Somebody should have grabbed him behind the beforehand. neck beforehand. Once you, once you hear the person say, I'm going to kill everybody on this plane, yeah, why I are you think still waiting that for him to you as a man or whoever, woman, whatever, if you have a physical ability, you look around and you connect your eyeballs with two or three other people and you say, let's go. And you jump That's on that motherfucker. moments I'm going to grab my laptop yes. and just strike him over yes. the head. And I'm going to tell the airlines, you're welcome. You owe me a laptop. Because you don't know anymore who's crazy well, and what who's... Like, has. Yeah, you don't know. And he had a spoon. And that's the thing. Like, I'm just thinking, like, normally, like, there's crazies out there. I get it, you know. But he sat there probably and took a metal spoon and bent it like you would do to, like, bend it till it gets hot and broke it off. You're never – Jesse – you are never going to be able to get a spoon or fork Plastic. or anything ever on an airline again. I was going to say Plastic chopsticks. Forever. That's chopsticks. Have you seen the new Spotify update or what's coming to Spotify's new you update? You keep talking about that, but I haven't seen a Spotify update. Well, I know you're a Spotify I feel like lover. I should like, delete my Spotify and then re-upload it and see if what changes. Because, yeah, what, what is, okay, you like it so much and I don't like it. What is changing? Um, well, they're saying this is going to be the biggest update ever in so the history of Spotify. So it was unveiled Spotify. to people on Wednesday. It says a brand new version of Spotify. And they've, they've also been doing it with – we we are on Anchor which is owned by Spotify. Mm-hmm. I got an email today, actually, and it said, what did it say? It said, we have a big announcement. Anchor is now Spotify for podcasters. New name, improved experience. So it's called Spotify? It's not called Anchor anymore? It's called Spotify for well, podcasters. I just need to know who's writing my check. <laughs> who's just, writing my check? Everything is now just Spotify, I guess. Cause Spot- but, but it's so funny when I go look at stats for like the show... 75% is like 
Apple and other things, and then like maybe ten percent is Spotify. Okay. So it's like a for us. I don't think for a lot of people, Apple Podcast is still king. But I think maybe Spotify wants to take a chunk. So of that. Spotify was a little bit later in getting into the podcast, but I think they've made some good ground game with uh, you know Merkel and a few other. Oh people yeah, that the have Prince come Harry, to the, the Obamas. I think maybe Spotify. And I think Spotify, that. being that it is. Um, one of those platforms that is more cutting edge and they kind of have a way of curating your music and every year everybody posts, oh, this is my mm-hmm. top five songs. They have a lot of interactive features that people like and Apple doesn't do that. However, here's the thing. Here's, a, cav- here's a caveat. If you are somebody that is in, you know, completely bought into the Apple uh, infrastructure. Yeah, see, I've used Apple Music forever. And that's the thing. So I never did use Apple Music. Well, they didn't used to have Apple Music. It used to be iTunes, but then they got rid of iTunes, and now iTunes is Apple Music, but it's still the same kind of layout. So I started using Spotify you know? first, mm-hmm. and then I tried Apple, and it just wasn't as intuitive. And the music selection and the way to find things and create playlists was not as good as Spotify. See, I have trouble navigating through your Spotify, but maybe, Jesse... It will be all different because this guy, Dan, I guess Daniel is the CEO on CBS Mornings. The Spotify CEO said that it's going to be an entirely new home feed, completely redesigned from the ground up. It says, um, you'll see Spotify, I think, come alive. Oh, actually, I just got something. What'd you so get? I just got this purple Oh, thing. it's purple. It's called Spotify Podcast. Okay, interesting. So that's a new app. In. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So you have to have a whole other app now? I feel like that's maybe not good for, you know, you have to have a whole other app just to, like, you see see podcasts now on Spotify. Or maybe it's, like, Uber Eats. You could, you know, like, on Uber, on the real Uber app, you would open it up and you could order Uber Eats, but it would, like, open up the Uber Eats app. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I like, force you to open it up or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. All right, you want to take a little break, Mr. Jesse? And sure, sure. I want to tell you about something that we got from Amazon that we happen to talk about on the show that you have to put together, and I was real excited about. <laughs> okay. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. For your own safety, strap in and put those thumbs to work. Find it all at DoctorWhoever.com. Well, I did like it, and I do like it. The flowers from Abbott Elementary, made by Lego for Valentine's Day. A late Valentine's Day gift, but Valentine's Day, all the same. I've only halfway put it together so far because I'm afraid to do it when the dogs are around because I don't want them to eat, you know, when the Legos, (laughs) and I got to dig their poop and all, you know. But it looks beautiful, right? Yeah, it's amazing. Wasn't it? I thought it was really nice. Um, I was surprised at how elegant and, like, the the little um, the green kind of leaves that come off the stems they're pterodactyl wings oh like, okay the pink petals on like some of the roses are hoods of so let me understand this that um so lego does not create new pieces for certain lego projects i think they not. take a lot of existing mm-hmm. pieces from previous stuff which is genius, really, because mm-hmm. you never and remarket it yeah remarket it i know i've already told you this but i'm gonna say it's one of my favorite little facts Lego is the largest manufacturer of tires, Jesse, in the entire world. Oh, really? If they said it online, then it must be true. This is Dr. Whoever's Flaky Found Facts. Hey, stupid, 
Don't believe everything you hear. You're listening to the doctor. Your numbers be rising. You know that I like it. Did you hear about Pete Davidson crashing his car into a home in Beverly Hills? No, I did not. Um, so apparently Pete Davidson and this girl he's new now dating named Chase. I'm not her sure who she is, but um, uh, this is article March 5th. Uh, comedian Pete Davidson drove into the home in Beverly Hills on Saturday night with actress girlfriend, whoever this is, um, riding shotgun. Uh, police confirmed. Davidson was behind the wheel of a Mercedes driving at a high rate of speed around 11 p.m. when he jumped the curb in the Flats neighborhood. Do you know where that is, Jesse? Yeah, I do. Um, that's not good. doesn't say anything about alcohol or anything on here. So, no, but, people crash. You know, I mean, oh, it happens, you know. That, who's that actress that died after, after she crashed? Ellen Hayes, remember? But also, um, what is the, the gay guy? I forget his name gay from guy. Will and Grace. He also had a heart attack and crashed in West Hollywood. Really? Oh, 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 the, 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 the short yeah, guy. He's the short guy. I, um, I can't think of his name right now, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, the short little short guy. <laughs> yeah, he was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 Leslie. Leslie Jordan. Leslie Jordan. Leslie well, I knew we would Jordan. get there. I knew we would get right. there. Well, you know, um, everybody's barely working now. What do they call it? Like phoning it in or what's it like not phoning it in but it's like giving the bare minimum or i don't know quiet quitting remember quiet quitting so the new thing jesse is bare minimum mondays <laughs> and i'm sure this article came after the super bowl but um people are saying that like why do i have to work on monday like um monday should just be like a half day like you know all these companies are doing these four-day weekends and i kind of agree like I've worked from home 99% of my career. I get way more done at home than I do than I would if I had to go into office and wear all those clothes and drive in and pack a lunch and buy a coffee and talk to all those annoying-ass people. And it should be so annoying, Jesse. The majority of working in an, in an office environment is socializing. Yeah. But there eating. is But there eating. is a lot of collaboration. Like, what you brought me home today. Back. You brought me home a giant donut shaped like a turd, and I'm going to devour it as soon as we're done with the show. It looks delicious, Jesse. I can't wait. Well, should we watch the um, Chris Rock special on Netflix? I've, uh, I've seen it pop up funny. a million times. I only want to watch it because of, you know, obviously the, the you know, Will Smith thing. He calls him Shook Smith. <laughs> And says that uh, Will Smith only practices selective outrage. That's kind of like, you know, what he's... So the whole thing is like... He doesn't get to own the conversation. He got slapped. And I'm still not quite sure if it's it. real, to be honest. If, I, if I'm being completely honest, I don't know. This I, could be all publicity. Chris Rock gave him $15 million of this contract yeah. to try and put his name back in the headlines. I could totally see Will Smith and him coming up with this and like, you know... Weren't we listening to something recently and like somebody came out and they were like, oh yeah, that thing that was on Johnny Carson or whatever, that was totally scripted. We, we planned it all along. Yeah, John Lawler, I think. Yeah, something like that. Somebody slapped somebody. Like another comedian. Yes, like yes, they, yes. They literally went with the gag for 50 years. Yes. And that's yeah, what people I mean, do now. Like celebrity marriage. Look at Donald Trump. People, it's the gag we're all falling for. <laughs> people people marry people within the same agency yeah. to kind of uplift one profile. It's, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest with I you. I wouldn't either. I would not either, Mr. Jesse. All right, well, since we're on, on that train, do you want to pop it? Should we pop it a little bit? Pop, lock, and drop it. Let's, Let's go. do it. Here we go. 
I'm still getting used to the new beginning of that one. <laughs> Well, Ben Savage of Bory Boring. Boy meets it is a boring ass show. I think that's what I was thinking in my head. I never watched it growing up. It always looked so boring to 90s me. 90s ABC sitcom, Bory Could not Bro. watch it. Never watched it. I don't think I ever saw an episode. I remember, like, everybody used to talk about that girl. What was her name? Like, Topanga. 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 And it was like, who in the world have you ever met anybody in your life named Topanga? Yeah. Was she in The Lion King? No. <laughs> well, where I grew up in the San Fernando Valley, the biggest Topanga mm. Canyon. Oh, okay. Oh, of course. Canyon. I say, of course, of course. So, I mean, I see where the... In my face. Where's my button? In my face, In your face. I never knew that. I didn't know it was a canyon, of course. I'm not from L.A., excuse me. <laughs> not all of us can be. No Carolina. Mm-hmm, right here. Well, Ben Savage from Boy Meets the World. The Hollywood of the South. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they do film a lot of movies in Wilmington. <laughs> Uh, I wonder where, wonder where this guy is from. I wonder where Ben Savage is from. Um, the child actor from the 90s show that I did not watch. And then they did a million remakes and all this stuff. He's running for Congress. In whose seat? Whose seat is he going to take? 30. Let's look Is up. it Adam Schiff? I'm going to recognize our next it's guest. Somebody. Ben Savage, star of the hit 90s sitcom Boy Meets World, has officially announced his candidacy for Congress. Savage is running as a Democrat to represent California's 30th district, which includes Hollywood. So joining us now is 30th a GMAT or third, exclusive Jesse? interview. 30. Here's the man himself, okay. congressional candidate Ben Savage. Ben, thanks so much. So Welcome Linda Vista, neighborhood of Pasadena. Thank you for having okay. me. Nice to see you both. Good look to at see him. you. You are best known as an actor, but you studied political science at Stanford University. Is he Jewish? Even interned for the late Senator know. Arlen Specter. You also ran for city council in West Hollywood as early as last year, as recently as last he year. He ran for so city council in West Hollywood? interested in politics. No, I don't believe so. Oh, the other guy did. It's a great question. You know what? I, I grew up in a household that was very passionate about He's politics. aging well. Um, from a very young age. Looks that weird. was instilled upon us uh, as children. Um, I grew up in a household that revered RFK. He doesn't even um, look very comfortable on here. JFK. Um, when I first All the K's. What is even? Well, I'm not sure what RFK even is. He should have said, revered RFK, loved JFK, and despised the KKK. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the line. I'm not. That should have uh, been the line. I'm not. I'm not seeing good things for that. That looks. So, that looks doomed so to fail. So the 30th district is Pasadena, uh, Tahunga, Burbank, Topanga, Tahunga. That's another name for West Hollywood. Uh, Park La Brea, Hancock Park, and Echo Park. So he's running against so somebody that this ran district for... Is currently represented by Mr. Schiff. So it is Adam Schiff. I Schiff thought it was. Schiff to Schiff! Well, speaking of shiftiness, um, if you turn on Family Guy soon, you're going to be like, what's, what's going on? Because... 
Family Guy is going to be there. Simpsons and Bob the Burger. They're all going to come and do like a joint show together, Jesse. I got to see this. March 12th episode. Um, it's going to be one of those joint where it's like all the different universes come together. You know I love Family Guy. I love the Simpsons. Don't care too much about Bob. Bob's the Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burger. I just want to say Bob the Builder. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> but I'm going to watch it. It's also it's March 12th. It's going to be the March 12th episode. So coming up, Jesse, we're gonna we're gonna be in DC. I might have to I might have to stream that on my on my Hulu app. <laughs> <laughs> And have you seen Jake Gyllenhaal getting Jake all Gyllenhaal sexy? Is, yes. Oh my goodness. He's jacked up for a new movie Look called this. Roadhouse. It's a re- uh, reboot. So it's the reboot of Roadhouse, right? Is that what yeah, this is yeah. going to be? Okay, let's see. Do you want to see a little bit of it? Yeah, so a little bit of Jake Gyllenhaal's literally transformed himself into a chisel, mass pure muscle for his new MMA fighter remake of the 1989 classic film Roadhouse. So they're in the ring, the uh, octagon. He's got a blue, blue little shorts on, little shorty shorts. Who wears short shorts? God, he has like no body fat, does he? This is kind of far away. Let's zoom in a little bit. Let's see if I can find a more up close version. Let's, let's go back. Somebody filming this from the rafters? Yeah, right. So you can see him here a little bit. Oh, here we go. Here you go. Look. You can see him. Oh, he's getting beat down. So it does look like a real fight. Wow. I have to say, oh, no, he was beating the other guy up. Okay, I thought he was in the blue. He's in the black. Well, looking tight. Looking tight, Jake Gyllenhaal. Keep it tight. When's that coming out, Jesse? Uh, doesn't say yet. People used to love that movie. I mean, it's referenced all the time. I mean, people still do love it. It's on streaming services. I'm sure a whole new generation of kids have seen, so um, seen that, seen that movie. So he's in the the original was played by the former uh, Patrick Swayze. And he does that kick where he just like, that's the whole thing. The whole thing is like the roadhouse kick, I think, you know. I haven't seen that in years. But, all right, Jesse, we got to get into something serious. Is Amy is Amy leaving her husband on Thousand Pound Sisters? What is happening? I I got a report here says Amy snubs estranged husband Michael in first photo since couple split. And this isn't coming from like People Magazine or some credible celebrity gossip like TMZ. This is the U.S. Sun. So I don't know, but I'm I'm seeing this in a few different locations. Me too. Me too. I don't know for sure. I know they just had their second kid. Um, but and I, she, know, I think we're this is one of those things we're just gonna have to wait to see. But haven't we picked up on some stuff in the show that we've noticed a little? I've off? noticed that since the second child, she's realized how lazy he is with parenting, and that she's kind of picking up the slack for both kids. But he is also the only one that works in the house, so I don't know. It well, could be a very southern I, thing. No, 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 no. Well, she does generate income. I would say she's bringing him more income than he is, probably. Well, I let's think not I was be. Gonna, let's I was not, say let's not other... be mean here, but that man. If that man's making fifteen dollars an hour, I well, would I'm, be I'm just saying. Prior to the show, prior to he show. was the only one working. There you go. And my so, guess. but but my what I was alluding to mm-hmm. before I was really. Well, no, but you said she didn't work, so I want to make sure. We yeah, that's correct. But what I'm thinking about this is maybe a very southern True. relationship to where I, 
well, regardless, he doesn't see like the video stuff as work, and mm-hmm. that he is still like, hey, you take care of the kids, you make food, mm-hmm. I go to work. He seems to so, be somewhat involved. You when tell we me see him you're on from the, the show. South. Well, I think I see. I think to be honest, I see something a little bit different. I think that she has kind of seen the real world. And maybe is like, I don't want to live with cockroaches crawling up my walls and filth anymore. And maybe wants him to be better. And and she's not seeing a drive for him to be better. Because I, I saw the same thing on Mama June um, before she got all methed out. She got better for a while. They like had a nice house. It was clean. They were eating healthier. Like used pumpkin. Like the the kids were raised to be more upstanding citizens. You know, then she got all cracked out and stuff. And I think the same thing's happening with this show. Like, they're on the third season. They've got national, worldwide publicity. People from all over the world are communicating with them and stuff. And I think it's kind of eye-opening of like, man, I, maybe I don't have to have, you know, missing teeth kinda, and live in a kinda, filthy house. kind of eye-opening? <laughs> right? Maybe I, can, maybe I can get my one eye to turn looking like the other eye, you know? I don't know. <laughs> Poor thing, poor thing indeed. Bless her heart, Jesse. Bless, bless. Well, let's talk about some other people that are moving on, possibly. Uh, but this case, it's for real. It's time for Rachel Ray to move on. Her talk show will end after 17 years on air. I had no idea it was still on TV. I did love the 30-minute meal show she used to do. I showed that to you recently. Mm-hmm. I think that really helped me learn how to cook when I was in like high school, college. Because she would. She would, in 30 minutes, make a really good meal just from like random stuff she could pull out of a cupboard and um actually show you how to make it instead of a bunch of people on a show all saying yes queen and oh i'm behind you and arguing and you know all the drama and stuff like Mm -hmm. actually show you how to cook food it's kind of crazy on the food network to think that they would actually show you how to cook food but you know back in the day that's what they did Take a little break, Mr. Jesse. Sounds good. The Doctor Whoever Project. Safer than an x-ray. Yet it may cause a slight tingling sensation. Get ready to feel something. This is Doctor Whoever. Do you know anything about Selena Gomez and her uh, new drama with her ex-bo, Justin? Um... Is there I mean, some drama not, going on with Justin? I kept, I kept seeing the other day that... Alleged, it's like alleged drama. Okay, but so I, I kept seeing that Justin Bieber had died in a fiery automobile crash. Is this the same site you got your no, information no, no. on but, uh, the but, divorce? But for, I'm asking uh, you that now because I'm curious. Do you think, do you think Selena Gomez people were like doing that to get Justin Bieber because he did something mean to Selena Gomez? Apparently he had a... A very disrespectful party favor he gave out at a birthday party. What was a party favor? I'm not quite sure, but um, I bet we can find out if we read this. <laughs> so article. this whole thing is is has to do with um, his wife. Yes, uh, the Baldwin Haley girl, Baldwin, Baldwin, Haley yes. Bieber now. Oh yeah. And something yes. that she said and about Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez had Taylor Swift's back. I I, I I didn't keep track of it. So I guess the party favor is I'm not sure what it is. It's some kind of like metal thing, and it just says like. I'm so thankful that I didn't end up with what I thought I wanted. Oh, it's a lighter. It's like some kind of ornate lighter with a hat mm. on it. I guess that's what it is. It's a very fancy party favor for very pan- I think, fancy I think people. Selena Gomez is doing fine. She has a yeah, song in a top ten. Or, uh, her TV show is, is back for season three. Oh, wait. I, well, which one? 
Only murders in the building. Oh, I thought you were talking about the one where she cuts her finger off all the time. My no, favorite only one. murders in the building. And then she also has the cooking show also. Selena What's that one called again? Selena and Chef. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, I think she's, Selena's doing quite fine. I think she's way over Justin Bieber. And I agree. This is just something that people are trying to make news out of. I don't think it has any relevance. They're both doing their own different things now. I agree, Mr. Jesse. And um, Justin Bieber just had a record on Spotify. Would you rather... I'm hungry. <laughs> Do you remember this? I used to love this song. I still like this song. Sorry, I had to scroll this back to the article. This is when he was trying to be more hood. I like this one. This is my favorite song he does. Well, this song, Justin Bieber and Nicki Minaj, Beauty and the Beat, earns its biggest Spotify stream day ever, 11 years after its release. And there's people saying it's thanks to all the drama going on right now with Selena and everything. It's making Bieber just like, you know, he's more and more popular. But um, I was just glad that it was, you know, somebody not talking about Harry Styles for a change. You know, I'm, I'm kind of Harry Styles out, I think. I'm like, if I see one more article about Harry Styles buying a coconut or something, I swear to God, it's like, have you seen that? It's just like everything he does. They got him. They got a pictures of him like he's dressed as a squid. Like he turned himself into like a squid man instead of a mermaid for some music video. I don't know, Jesse. I think he's going a little too far. It's a little much. He's yeah, lost you're it. You're talking about him, aren't you? It's weird. Yeah, I agree. It's like so Lady like Gaga. Everybody thought it was weird about Lady Gaga. I'm That's right. Now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was just weird. Weird and annoying. All right, we'll take a little break, Mr. Jesse. Sounds good. KBUT, the Buck. New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. I know we kind of fell off of the Last of Us TV show. It was eh, okay. Like I might jump back on now that it's over and I could watch it all through. Like mm-hmm. it just wasn't. I thought it was okay, but I guess people loved it. Uh, the series ended with a high of 8.1 million viewers, up 74 percent from you know. I guess well, this is from the season premiere. Oh, from the season premiere. So so they grew 74 percent over that time. I mean, can't can't beat that. I guess you can't beat that. I just no. it was okay. I don't know. How about some local Las Vegas news, Mr. Jesse? My favorite part of the show. All right, let's go. It's kind of hard for me to think about summertime, as cold as it's been here lately, and traveling to D.C. in a couple of days, or tomorrow in the morning in a couple hours, for a couple, for a couple of days, it's going to be in the 40s there too, which is not too far off from what it's been here, but Jesse, pretty comparable. coming on March 17th, we will have pool season starting to open up around Las Vegas. You need the a Canada, for the pool. You might need a whole parker for the pool. Scuba diving outfit, everything. But uh, Tropicana, they want everybody to know that the Miami pool 
will be free for all residents of Nevada, starting with their March 17th big pool opening, Jesse. I mean, so for if you're not local Vegas person, you're just curious what the weather is here. So today was 66 degrees, but... It's supposed to go up back to 73, but then it dips down again to 64. So definitely not pool season. You can mm. definitely enjoy the jacuzzi probably, but and so many places And it's raining tomorrow too. So many places don't have hot tubs and stuff, I notice here. Yeah. It's kind of annoys me. I don't know. Pool season might need to be get pushed back a little bit. Might need to be. And I think you sent me this article, Mr. Jesse, about the top rated buffets in Las Vegas, you know? Um, I did send you that. Do, do you remember this? Do you want to just uh, maybe hit like the top five and see what we got? I think that could be an interesting list because we've only been to a few. And um, it looks like on here, these top five are ones that we haven't really been to. How about we try that? Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do a little it. list, Mr. Jesse. Wow. Just another FN list? Yes, just FN list. I said, what? She said, yeah. I said, no. So the girl come downstairs. She come out her apartment with her baby with no shoes on. I said, oh, girl, it's cold outside. She said, something ain't right. I said, oh, man. She said, oh, man. The building is on fire. I said, no, what? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Uh-uh, we ain't going to be in no fire. Oh, not today. Uh-huh, not today. No buffet. But soon maybe we'll get a buffet. Yeah, and if say. you are coming to Vegas... Uh, or if you're a local Vegas person, you haven't really hit up the buffets, and you're wondering, what is the best buffet to go to? We got the top five best buffets here in Las Vegas. Yes, we do. All right, here we go, Jesse. What's number wow. five? Just so look, we're rounding it out. The number five spot is the buffet at the Bellagio. Fancy. So, you, so probably known for its elaborate fountain shows shooting off nightly in front of the hotel. But the Bellagio was one of the first Las Vegas hotel to embrace the idea of the luxury buffet that makes sense and mm -hmm. some of the ones in like the off the strip places i don't think i'd even ever go to jesse yeah probably not well number four so number is four the palms yeah so AYC it's newly renovated right so like, this is ten thousand square feet of all you can eat well didn't the palms just like reopen recently because yeah. they have the ghost bar that's up there yeah and they're under new management oh yeah it's it's a native american owned casino now right tribal uh Native Americans here in Vegas. Well, what's number three, Jesse? So rounding up at number three is the buffet at the Wynn. That is one of my favorite ones to walk through. It just has really nice architecture and the shops are nice. That's where we had tried to have our Thanksgiving. Going. Oh yeah, okay, that's right, that's right. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I do get the Wynn and the um, what's the other one beside of it? Encore. The Encore confused. Yeah. So if you're a, if you're a fan of a good remodel, this is definitely the buffet. For you, the buffet at Win Las Vegas was remodeled and overhauled in 2015 before it shuttered during the pandemic and underwent a reimagined, never before seen type of style here mm. in 2021. So, this new atrium is a photo friendly wonderland of towering colors. Sounds like sounds like fun. I They're going to have a pancake station, that. lobster smoked salmon. Mmm, sounds mm -hmm. good, Jesse. Eggs Benedict and made-to-order dessert crips. Mm. There it is there. At number two, Wicked Spoon, Jesse. At the Cosmo. At the Cosmo. So while neither has uh, breakfast or buffet, Wicked Spoon is not cheap. Uh, so the Cosmopolitan once made headlines for serving a single bowl of soup that cost oh almost God. $700. So you can definitely consider this a luxury, luxury buffet. buffet. Absolutely. 
And at the number one spot. Oh, look at that. What is it? Look at that. It's the buffet at Caesar's Palace. We go to Caesar's probably the most, but I've never been to that buffet. Yeah. We'll have so, to go now. We probably get a discount there, don't we? We probably do. <laughs> this one is 25,000 square feet, Jesse, with nine show, show kitchens. kitchens. Yeah. I'm not even sure what that other it's, word is right there. It's... I don't even know how to pronounce this. Me either. Bacanal. Bacanal serves out. up more than 500 different dishes daily. The mega buffet was created with $17 million Bacchanal. budgets. Bacchanal. Bacchanal. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Maybe it's the name of it. Um, Bacchanal. It sounds like Filipino. Bacchanal. I don't know. Bacchanal. Open and translate. I don't know. I don't know, Jesse. I'll have to ask one of your relatives. <laughs> We'll take a little break, and we'll come right back. We'll see what else we got. Sounds good. I was talking to my sister earlier, and we were um, on the on the discussion of marijuana what again. You know, wants. you know, we're just chatting, chatting it up. She's, you know, just you know, she asked me about life, love, the universe. Oh, you know, I always tell her the answer is forty two. Ashley, forty two. You're not there yet. But anyway, um, and I was telling her about how I got that thirty day medical marijuana thing for DC and how easy you were it was. So and excited! I am so it. excited because I lived in DC, and I'm just so excited to be able to go to DC and buy some weed and just to be fun. You know, to walk around, smoke weed all day so it's interesting so because going to a state where it's not legally recreationally right and having to pay we pay 30 dollars all i paid was 30 dollars medical marijuana pass it's a piece of paper something you don't need here in vegas or nevada they literally all i had to do was send them a two by two photo fill out a little form pay them 30 dollars and by the time i took a shit shower and shave literally and i got out the email was already through. I had three emails in a row. Payment done. Or no, form done. Just payment done. Thing. And that's what I'm saying. I just want their weeds. So we're all good. <laughs> How about some new, new news, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. I know you are excited to take some travel outside of the United States now that COVID's over for real. And, you know, this will be a little test trip for us, see how things are. I think stuff's going to be fine. I've I've traveled hundreds of times for work, for personal reasons. But I am a little bit like, I don't know, it is right now just a little like the only time in my life. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and I'm like leaving my little baby doggies alone or if I'm just getting older and I have something to live for now. Because, you know, back when you're 20, you know, all, you, all you're looking for is your next bottle of vodka soda. You know, you're not too much worried about everything. But <laughs> <laughs> I know, Jesse, you want to go on a trip, a big trip, and you like going to Paris, France. Mm-hmm. JetBlue, Jesse, announced direct flights between New York and Paris begin 
June 29th, promising to be 60 to 70 percent cheaper than her competitors. Oh, okay. But we have to get to New York. That's the yeah. only thing. Which is not, I mean, if you time it out right, what was the other airline we always took that was fairly inexpensive? Oh, they they went out of business. They went out of business. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of I them. I can't remember the name of it, but it was uh, it was a really good airline. Actually, lithium or no lithium. <laughs> That's the name of the car dealership. That's right, lithium or whatever. <laughs> lithium. Did you notice the little tweet Tweety Bird? Um, did it did it go silent or something, Jesse? I don't know, but I know I. <laughs> go ahead. And say, I know I just got a notification said travel credit starting at three hundred dollars to switch your flight from LAS to DFW. I don't know what that is. DFW. That's, uh, that's Dallas Fort Worth. But I'm going to Dallas. That's my layover. Wait, what does it say? What does it want you to do? I don't know. I'll have to check, and I'll check after the show. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Well, you, you know, you, you know how I, I get sidetracked. Well, here I get to I get to come back and play my tweet then. <laughs> I guess Twitter went out, Jesse. Did you notice this? Oh, I didn't notice. Uh, like, I haven't really been on Twitter. I, I, I play around with Twitter just so I know how to do it, so I can be like one of the cool kids. But I don't really, I don't look at Twitter. Like mm-hmm. I'm one of those people I want to have a username, but I don't do anything with it. <laughs> but I guess uh, they had an outage. Twitter's website was inaccessible for many users on Monday, while others reported issues seeing photos and clicking through links in the app. So who knows what's going on there? I wouldn't. I think. Okay, like right now on the news, they're all talking about getting rid of TikTok. Like, you basically got governors of states saying, we're going to get rid of this thing that people literally make their income off of, if not full salaries. So what they're saying is that they don't have to get rid of TikTok, but they're saying if TikTok wants to stay around and operate in the U.S., Mm -hmm. that they need to sell to a U.S. company. Why would they Uh, do that? Well, because TikTok has has uh, relations with the Chinese government. Well, I know and that. It, and what they're able to but gather from... what's their from... benefit? That's what I'm saying. So what's the benefit for China and the Chinese company that owns TikTok for selling to American company when they already are operating exactly like they want to? Because the threat of not being able to operate in the U.S. But would they ever actually do that? No, like, that's, would, that's would every 13-year-old to... just have a VPN on their phone now and say they're in Russia so they can look at TikTok? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't know if everybody's I just don't think. Do I don't think legislating... A ban on one of the most popular social media sites that I don't even really care about, to be honest, because it, sometimes it scares me. Like, the things it thinks I like, these deformed people and... You did say you liked it for I, a little bit. I can't help it. It's fascinating. Like, the weird people with weird problems and fat people dancing and people with weird deformities and all kinds of stuff. Like, you know, that lady that got her face eaten off by the chimp. I see that every day, Jesse, every day. Hi, Mr. Jesse. I think this story you're going to have to tell me about. I like it. I know you do like this, Jesse. Um, here in the state of Nevada, there was an election that kind of has to do with some internal workings so an, of the Democratic Party. It's an Party. internal election. An internal. control of the Democratic Party. Within the state. So yeah, it's like the people the that kind of help 
Democrats get elected or do whatever they do. This is kind of the operational structure, kind of like if you were in a fraternity or some kind of a club and you have to elect your leadership, this is how they would do that. And you guys had some kind of an upset that turned into a, a yay. It wasn't an upset, so... Well, for you, for somebody it was. Yeah, for somebody it was. So uh, the current incumbent chair, Judith Whitmer, who took over the Democratic Party, who claims to be a socialist, but had really difficult times because she supported a lot of candidates that weren't the incumbent Democrats, really kind of put, propelled herself to the forefront of the conversation, as opposed to what most chairs of a Democratic Party would do, which would be to amplify the actual candidates. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So there's been so much turmoil. There was issues to the point where uh, the electeds and the state party uh, just severed ways. And a complete new party was created in order to help Democrats win, which was a shadow party, which was the coordinated campaign, mm-hmm. which worked completely different from... Whose candidates sta- won? All the people that the coordinated campaign worked with. So the people that were not working with this lady who <laughs> lost won. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing as going on with Trump. The people that a lot of the Trump people lost, so he, they're like, why would we... Same thing here, like... All your people, lady, lost. So why should we elect you, lady? But it was to also, be the leader it was also a little bit bigger. I think the last straw was right before you know the elections for deciding who the party the party chair would be. Two hundred and fifty people were removed from being able to cast a ballot, and I was one of them. You were one of them. I, I represent the precinct that we live in here, mm-hmm. and so everybody that has you know a stake in the Democratic Party is able to cast a ballot. And two weeks prior to a major election for party chair, mm-hmm. all of a sudden we were received an email saying we were no longer able to vote because we missed an alleged meeting. Um, and that is the most undemocratic thing I've ever heard. Well, and they also and hold this election on a weekend when people are trying to do hang out with their families. As an outsider that has nothing to do with it, I noticed it lasted like four hours of of nonsense. People jabber and jabbering for not uh, talking about nonsense that nobody cares about, all trying to get their little 15 minutes of fame that, again, nobody cares about. And it's all ways of trying to keep people from being engaged in this kind of civil discussion in local politics because it's annoying. It's cumbersome. It takes up your time, and they want people to feel that way, so they don't get involved. That's how. I mean, I that's feel. one way to keep people disenfranchised. That's how I feel. Um, power works better when it's in a smaller amount of people. But I think we saw a great change. Uh, our local neighbor over across the street at the, our neighborhood, uh, Danielle Monroe Moreno, mm-hmm. won. She's the new uh, party so chair. So somebody you know is now taking over this Yeah, spot. our former assemblywoman before the redistricting. Were and she was running for mayor, right? No, no, no. She wasn't. No. What was she running for? State Senate? She, she ran for assembly and she so won So she again. won. She's currently the chair of the Ways and Means. Oh, so you uh, can actually the- be on the state Senate and also be president of this organization. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's all political. Because, again, I feel like, who cares about this stuff? Like, there's a, there's a small portion of people in the world that understand and know this stuff even goes on, and even a smaller portion and here, but here's that the cares. Thing, I think we learned something um, during the Trump administration, and we learned something with having uh, Judith Whitmer in control of the, the chairmanship for the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. You can't replace personality with experience if you do not have experience that shows very quickly 
Um, and it showed very quickly the lack of experience because this was never about uh, Democrats and socialists or anything. It was about experience uh, unifying the party mm-hmm. and working for the common good because there's so much at stake, especially if women, LGBTQ rights, African-Americans, gun policies, so much is at stake for the Democratic Party to have someone that doesn't know what they're doing at the helm. I agree. I agree, Mr. Jesse. All right, you want to change it up, though? We'll do a little something else. Yes, please. We'll do a little something else. I want something else to get me through this. So much I'm kind of like, baby, baby, I want something else. I'm listening when you say goodbye. Well, Mr. Jesse, I got a funny one for you. Um, everybody gets their chance to speak. It's a free country. We, you know, we get to say things. Freedom of speech. You get to run for elections. You get to go to meetings and say, "I don't like this. I don't like that." I was just watching Governor Glenn Youngkin do a a press conference, and a transgender boy that's in high school got up and said, "Look at my face, Governor." Do you think girls at my high school would be comfortable with me looking like this going into their female girl's bathroom? And I was like, that was pretty good because he, you know, looks like a man, but was born a girl. You know what I'm saying? And and he like that was the first only time the whole time where he kind of was like, oh my god, like I was like, you got him, yeah, you got him, good job. But something I want you to see, Jesse, is this is in what city is this in? I want to say it's probably in Florida. Oh, yeah, Boca Raton, Jesse. Always Florida. Always Florida. This is in Boca Raton, Florida. We have a woman. She wants to start a appreciation day, just kind of like you do over you know teacher appreciation, boss appreciation. But she wants this to be for um, sugar daddies, sugar daddies, and sugar, sugar babies. Okay, let's see if we can play a little bit. See what she says. And welcome back to the Factor Uncensored from National Cleavage Day to Bean Throwing Day. There's a national day for every damn thing except sugar mamas and sugar daddies. <laughs> a woman named Ashley Cream in Florida. Her name is Cream. For March 10th to celebrate them. She made her case before the Planning and Zoning Board in Boca Raton, Florida. Sugar daddies, both gay and straight, and yes, even sugar mommies, are responsible for college educations, cars, homes, rents, jets, Birkins, (laughs) and the occasional body enhancement. But not me, though. I'm all natural. Supporting our local economy. This is the old man behind her. <laughs> Boy, them some things right there. <laughs> this is on the Fox Daddy channel, this guy. Or mama appreciation day become a thing. So what do you think about it, Mr. Jesse? How did they even cover that? Well, we all get all right to stand up as citizens in this great country and say what we think, right, Mr. Jesse? I'm fine with it. That's what we do. We're going to D.C. We got to be support freedom, right? Let's go, Brandon. All of a sudden, you want to stay at home, I see. 
<laughs> I got another one for you. I got another one for you. Okay. That's why you're not on the same flight as me. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> um, I wonder, Jesse, if Miss Janet Yellen is aware of this. Janet B. Yellen. Well, a meeting of the Federal Reserve, Jesse, had to be promptly stopped because of a pornographic Zoom bombing incident. (laughs) Federal Reserve um, governor was on on Thursday, and during the meeting, I guess before it even started, messages and images started popping up of sexually explicit things. I mean, just guess. Dongs, balls, whatever you mean. <laughs> so they had so, to just like cut off the meeting and didn't even get to have the meeting. So I here's guess. the thing though. So like Zoom crashing mm-hmm. is actually a thing. So it doesn't oh, yeah. necessarily have to be someone that's authorized to be on that Zoom. Mm-hmm. So I, working on campaigns, something we're constantly looking for is people that aren't really supposed to be on the Zoom or if it's just a free all anybody can come on the Zoom. You have to be cautious about what people are doing, what they're saying, uh, the kind of access they have to the Zoom, whether that's sharing screen, uh, being able to unmute themselves. There's all kinds of things you have to be very aware of when you're doing Zooms. Yeah, this just says a reporter who was on the call said that a person with the name listed as Dan began showing graphic pornographic images on the screen a few minutes before the event was to start. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I wish I was on that. How about a little update, Mr. Jesse? All right. Everybody up. Yeah. Get them up, dear. Everybody up. Love me, look. Yeah, get them up. Well, Matthew Lawrence and Chili from TLC are official, Jesse, and they're just coming out and saying, we're actually trying to have kids, everybody. All right. Congratulations. The Boy Meets World alum also opened up about the impact that new relationships had on him, saying... My life is complete is in complete bloom right now. I get to spend the time with an amazing woman like Chili. I've never gotten to be able to experience that kind of relationship before. Blah 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 blah. He seems like he's happy. And you know, he's he's in his forties. I think sometimes it takes you get a little older before you're like like my sister. She's all worried about her eggs expiring. Pull some out, stick them in the freezer, girl, you know? <laughs> you can't be rushing these things. Give them an update. Seizure. Hi Jesse. How about how about some money news and then I think we'll start to close it out, you know? We gotta give these dogs a bath. One of these dogs is stinky. One million, two million, three million, four million. My bitches all bad, my niggas all real. I ride his dick and some big tall hills, big fat checks, big large bills, burn out flip like ten car wheels, cold ass bitch. I give raw chills, ten different looks, and my looks all kill. I get some in the mouth, I feel all real. We'll do anything We're down for groups After taking some dudes From behind Money. What I really want to see
Well, Jesse, a brand that I actually worked for at one time, I managed a local program for them called Enjoy. It's a cigarette, tobacco, kind of e-vape kind of company. They have just got purchased for $2.7 billion by the company that owns Marlboro Cigarettes. Because, mm. you know, everybody says that, like, jewels are on their way out because they've had so many issues. And all the cigarette companies, they want to buy up all these smokeless tobaccos, they vapes, even some of the cannabis companies to sure up their marketplace. And it's interesting because I always saw them as kind of, remember they were, they were like really low on the shelf. You'll probably start seeing them become more of a bigger name company now if they're spending that much money. I'm I curious. Agree. I'll be curious to see how, see how that comes out. And then what else we got, Jesse? Oh, I know you like this one. My mission is simple, to make you money. I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull market somewhere, and I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now. The Princess Diaries house, Jesse, made famous with the movie with, um, God, what's your name? I'm losing it. What was the girl's name? Anne, Anne Hathaway, right? Oh, was it Anne? Oh, yeah, it was Anne Hathaway. When she was all ugly, and then so they like this house made her pretty. Literally hit the market yeah. for a whopping $8.9 million. And they posed it as a school because it was like the school. Like, it was supposed to be kind of like the I don't know, boarding school or prep school that they like went to. Yeah, and like they sat outside and the cheerleaders. Remember um, Mandy Moore was in there? Mandy Moore was in that movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, bringing back memories. All right, what else All the do? gays coming out of you. All the gayness coming out of me. All right, we'll do a little food news, and then I think we'll be ready to wrap it up. How about that, All Mr. Right, Jesse? sounds good. Churro ice cream, Jesse? Look at yeah, this. that sounds gross. Oh, boy, 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Another beautiful Pick day. Crusty <laughs> Another day. Servicing the masses. Diet, or did you lose it again? Honestly, I lost it again. Dairy Queen Jesse has announced a churro dipped cone. You don't think this looks good? Like, it's like instead of chocolate dipped, it must be some kind of like cinnamon, and then they like sprinkle cinnamon no, it sugar on top. It sound good to me. Like, a churro is like nice and hot with like some chocolate dipping sauce. This is, I don't know. It's gonna be the, good. the normal, I guess, vanilla ice cream coated and sprinkled with cinnamon sugar. And some kind of a hard shell, but they don't say what it is. Sugar, spice, and everything nice, Jesse. Not for you. Mm-hmm. Not, Not for, for me either. I'd say about this one. I'm talking about the KFC's bringing back okay. the mind blowing bunless chicken sandwich. I've never the heard of this. Double down. They had this? Yeah. Hmm. So people have been clamoring for its return after its decade long absence. Oh, it's been a long time. Okay. Well, yeah, it's so two it's been pieces a- of. It's two pieces of fried chicken. So it's one of those cold favorites that people are really, really excited about. Well, it's so two it's just pieces of fried chicken used as the bun. Yeah, and there's like pickles and onion, pickles, and bacon, onion, bacon, and cheese. cheese in between two pieces of fried chicken. It's kind of greasy though. Again, I don't know if that's for me. Like, I could just get some. I'll just have some chicken tenders, you know, or something. All I don't right. Know. So is this for one of us then? What about Girl Scouts? Because they have sold out cookies, but it's available on eBay. The scouts are not They are mad, Jesse. People are hoarding these raspberry rallies by the Girl Scouts. They are keeping them in their closets and putting them up on eBay. And I guess it's the new hot thing. It's the new cookie. 
I haven't even. I've only so seen these a raspberry girls rally cookies. Apparently, sold out in less than a day. Yeah, they they must not allow them to be at the grocery store. I don't really go to many grocery stores anyway. I get the stuff delivered, but I used to see them in San Diego all the time. They were always begging. begging yeah, so guessing. eBay, you can currently find these raspberry rally cookies for up to thirty dollars, well above $30? the Girl Scout price of five or six dollars. I box. don't know. Girl Scout cookies are kind of pricey. I think, in my opinion, <laughs> you shake that box. There's barely anything in there. What do you think about the Biden administration, Jesse, trying to make your food? Uh, specifically, your meat more USA made. I love that. I mean, I think people you know, would love, love so this. So here's right? the thing, though. And now people like the, the avian flu, the bird flu, mm-hmm. so many issues going on in other countries with how they treat their animals. I think it's a good idea to promote products that are made and produced like this in the USA. I'm more likely to buy mm-hmm. something that I know is made here at home. Well, I think what this actually is shining the light on as well is is like there's so many things out there that might say made in USA or whatever, but this says a lot of those things actually are loopholes, and maybe it's part of it's made in the USA, or maybe that plastic container is made in the USA, but the meat inside of it's not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's on the plastic container. So Biden's going to close those loopholes for us so we know where our meat's coming from. Yeah, so know? apparently for years, they've called USDA to call action to stop foreign beef from receiving the product of USA label. Interesting. So we'll see what happens here. And then Hershey's is making vegan plant-based chocolate. Like, I mean, I guess I like sugar-free stuff. So maybe some people yeah, out there I mean, like there's vegan. There's something for everybody. I guess you know, as long as it doesn't, it doesn't make hurt my stuff, to, it go doesn't up hurt in them price. to put another product. It doesn't. Out. All it does is make them more money because people like options nowadays. We 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 are an option society. Everybody wants to feel special. And by having celiac disease or Lyme disease or this or that or my big toe is bigger than my small toe or whatever. So everybody's got something and they mm-hmm. want to have something. People like having a problem let me tell you, so they can go buy specific stuff. Let me tell you who's got something for you. Shake Shack. What is it, Jesse? Shake Shack has something for you. They're going to send one lucky customer to Italy to go hunting for truffles. Are they going to give me a truffle hunting pig as well? Truffle hunting. You got to have a pig. So if you're a big fan of truffles looking to shake up your lunch routine a bit, it's possible to do some traveling also. So Shake Shack has just announced the promotion for you. So starting March 6th, the high-end burger chain is adding an extra perk to its ongoing truffle menu special for one week only one week only customers who purchase one of the chain's special white truffle menu items on grubhub will get a free milkshake of their choosing and it can enter for a chance to win a vacation to italy to join the truffle hunts that is amazing jesse i've always wondered to be honest when I see truffles on menus, like, is that really a truffle? So Are they trying to, like, so black truffles can cost hundreds of dollars per yeah, pound. Yeah, they're expensive. While the even rare white truffle can cost up to $4,000 per pound. So they're, they're going to put you to work. I guarantee, that sounds racist, I guarantee you're not going to keep those, those truffles if you find some. <laughs> no, they will definitely take your truffles. <laughs> All right, Jesse, you ready for the last break of the show? Sounds good. All right, let's do it. For the new normal in local Las Vegas radio, 
Doctor Whoever is now streaming live in HD, delivered straight to your device. Find it all at DoctorWhoever.com. Well, a priest down in Brazil, Jesse, uh, had a little issue with some four-legged critters of his own that mm. entered into his... Um, he's a priest, so I guess that would be a... I don't know. It's a Catholic church, I guess. What do they call those? Not temples. Priest. Churches. Is it just a church? church? A, yeah. a Catholic a church. church is the church? It's a church. I don't know why. Oh, it's, I, I, missed, I missed Ash Wednesday. Like, you know, where everybody put the things on their foreheads? Like, yeah. I don't see anybody doing... for Lent? No, I don't see anybody doing any of that crap around here. Like, when I used to live in D.C., everywhere you go, you see people with little ashes on. I don't see people doing any of that crap on the West Vegas Coast. Vegas is not known for being uh, Even in San Diego, people didn't do this nonsense. I like it, you know. <laughs> Stop doing this creepy people. Nobody wants to see you with your ashes on your forehead. Oh, leave them alone. They, people can do what they want to do, just like we can do whatever we want to no, do. No, I agree. It's just weird. I think it's strange. But, Jesse, even no stranger, way. I want you to look at this priest trying to give his sermon, Jesse. I know sometimes we try to do this show... And, like, you know, the dogs are all running around and everything. Look at these guys. I wish you could understand it. It's Italian. Portuguese. He says... Now they're humping each other. <laughs> And he puts his hands over his eyes. <laughs> he puts his hand on his palm and says, they haven't been baptized yet. It's, it's not possible. What's going on? My God, my Jesus, beloved Jesus. My children, you cannot do this here. Go to the woods. Go to the woods. Look at him, look at him. But my question is, go to the woods. Why are, why are the dogs in the church? Like, I have no idea. And they're those cute little kind of like Great Dane looking dogs. They're adorable. But I thought I thought that was funny, Jesse. You know, I give the church, you know, we talk bad about the church and all that. That was, that was funny. You talk bad about the church. Oh, I say come nothing on, about the church. you know, what's you is me, you know? <laughs> all right, Jesse, are you ready to wrap it up? Give these dogs Let's a bath? wrap it up. Pack it up and get out of here? All right. Who do we have today on the Broken Hip Hop Wrap Up? Nikki Nikki. Okay, all right, Nikki Minaj. All right, here we go. I don't think that's a good idea. Say you want some too? You better wrap it up. You better wrap that gavel up, I thought he's played the same one. I do like this song. Well, Nicki Minaj, Jesse. Not with Justin Bieber, but maybe they can be partners. Nicki Minaj is announcing the launch of her very own record label. Um, it's going to be called Queen Radio. 
Uh, no, wait. She announced it on her podcast called Clean yeah. Radio. I found the name earlier, but I can't find it now. Can you find it for me? Let's see. Let's see. Um, the big announcement's coming. Well, I have a record label now, y'all. The 40-year-old said, not giving away the label's name just yet. I believe so strongly in loyalty and because I've spent a whole life giving to others, that turns around shit on me. <laughs> okay. No, she wants to like, have her own. Well, I guess that's her, uh, that's her, that's her radio or whatever but okay. so she hasn't she hasn't before you go to queen podcast make sure you like and subscribe to doctor whoever oh, yes. don't forget yeah i guess she hasn't came out for a thing yet so you know nothing much there but that'll be interesting to see yeah, so everyone's had their own so thing. Nicki Minaj talks a lot about how she got her start with mm-hmm. young money and little wayne mentoring her in the rap business and if she didn't have that, that i don't know who young money is who's it it's the record label oh that's a record label yeah. not a person no i thought that and was like a rapper i'm not gonna can I finish? Sure. I didn't know who it was. <laughs> so she's always talking about being on Young Money record label mm-hmm. and how Little Wayne mentored her. And if she didn't have those connections, she might not have made it into the rap game is how she did. So she wants to do exactly what Little Wayne did for her and Young Money by starting a record label and mentoring a lot of young women out there in the rap game. Hmm. But also she mentioned that it's not just going to be rap artists. She's going to country artists, pop artists, rock artists, all kinds of artists that have the ability to influence the music game. That sounds cool. I like it. She said, yeah, I guess uh, Lil Wayne didn't even have, the quote says, um, when I came into the game, I didn't have no paperwork with Lil Wayne, but he had us on the tour. He had us in the studio. He was getting on my mixtapes. So, yeah, you know, here she is right here. I was waiting. Yeah, keep up for Selena, Justin. She's after you. All right, Jesse, you ready? You want to do anything else? You ready to go? Ready to get out? Let's wrap it up. Check out the DocTever.com website. You can see everything you need from the show. Follow us. Hit that plus, that like, that heart on all the different services. Spotify, Apple Music, Podcasts by Spotify. What is it? There's so many now. Stitcher, uh, Podbean. And always at the Doctor Whoever. Always at DoctorWhoever.com. All right, here we go. I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I give them the peace. I'm out. All right, later. Peace out. See you. Bye. Later, everybody. That was good. I don't think we need another one. Okay. Bye. Bye.